It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Harford County and beyond. I'm co-host Jennifer Button from the Harford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. The Harford Edge is brought to you each week by your Harford County Public Library. Today we have quite a lineup of guests for you. We have Leslie Greenlee-Smith in the studio with us to talk about what has become quite a happening each year for the county, the Harford County Public Library Summer Reading Challenge. We have WAMD Station Director Libby Paris in the studio with us to talk about some exciting news. And we have Harford County Public Library CEO Mary Hassler on to discuss some important things that the library has been up to. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Mary has another important thing that that? happened about 10 days ago, didn't she? We can Uh ask her about that as well. All right. Um, Small, but very important. (laughs) Um, And um, we'll start with that. Congratulations for the new addition to the Hassler family. Um, Also, uh, I would like to to mention something. If you tailgate me (laughs) and threaten the safety of my myself and yourself and other cars on the road. I will go the speed limit. <laughs> or below. <laughs> uh, speed limit. Oh, okay. Um, yes. I would hope you'd be going the speed limit anyway, Bob. Well, there's a little buffer there <laughs> where you're allowed, especially in, in, the, in the left lane. Um, but if you tailgate me, I don't care if I'm late for an appointment to claim a million-dollar lottery prize. And if I get there late, I don't get it. I'm still going the speed limit if you if you... If I can't see your headlights in my rear view mirror, you're too close to me. Well said. And the guys who have those big, gigantic pickup trucks mm-hmm. and have those hanging sacks to sort of, right. as a um, personification of their manliness, gonads. <laughs> right. I have no respect for any of you. <laughs> Anybody who has any of the, one of those things, two of those things hanging <laughs> from your trailer hitch, you're a loser. <laughs> Again, I'd just like to say that's Bob's opinion, but, not ours. But I'd like to thank you for clearing up for me whether or not you are a loser. Because you, you save me a lot of time. <laughs> Seriously. And you other guys with the the decals of some some kid urinating on like the auto brand mm-hmm. insignia of of Chevy if you're driving a Ford mm-hmm. again um <laughs> age six uh, mental age but enough of that um let's talk about something more cheerful did you know that today uh, the graduation season today this year's graduates are the last ones to, that were born in the 1900s I did know that. Wow. Yeah, that just means we're getting old. I can't believe it. Yeah. And, and the last thing, um, I uh, this is a very constructive question. Why are real estate agent pictures having them standing tilted to the side with their arms folded? I don't have an answer for you. Do you know? Uh, it's. I think it's supposed to be a power confidence look. Like when, as a customer, you look at that picture and you go... Mm-hmm. He's going to take care of me, or she's going to take care of me. Look at that authority pose. But doesn't the <laughs> arms crossed uh, represent something else in body language? It depends on the tilt, like if their shoulder, this, when you're sunken in with your arms closed, is bad means, body language, but means, this is like... So forward is fine, but back yeah, is like is a power not. hero, Okay, you know, but they don't put their hands on their hips. <laughs> All right, so our superhero is a real estate agent. Are, are you a student of kinestics? Uh, uh, not necessarily. It's very interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. Like... The one there's so much there's a lot where it's just I think it's just like a horoscope it doesn't mean anything but a lot of it is um, I think is valid for instance mm-hmm. if you walk up to a group of people say two people talking at a party say or an event um, and they don't turn their feet towards you mm-hmm. when you walk up they are not they're not interested in you joining them, even if it's not interested in you joining them just yet or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And for those who do walk up to me when I'm in the middle of a conversation with someone, mm-hmm. it, please notice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. It's very uncomfortable when you're not noticed. You're like, well, do I stay? Do I leave? Do no, I... but I mean, the, the person who walks up should notice, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Notice that I'm in a conversation. Yes, right. True. And maybe you stand five feet away and... What you're supposed to do is stand five feet away 
So you're signaling, I intend to join this conversation, but I also want to give you the opportunity to either tell me, can you give us five minutes, or mm -hmm. to, to, to wrap it up with the person you're talking to. Mm -hmm. right. um, to use a baseball analogy, you're on deck. You know, right, exactly. Maybe it's not quite your turn yet, mm -hmm. but it will be soon. Exactly. Um, and the last thing uh, um, is uh, everyone needs to watch The Keepers documentary on Netflix. Absolutely. Good have to have to watch it um it's you're not gonna like it um <laughs> if you're a catholic like, like i am but it <clears throat> is incredibly um it tells an incredible story that unfortunately is, is is true by all accounts about the systemic um behavior of the catholic church the archdiocese of baltimore all through the <clears throat> late 60s up through the 90s um, regarding um, sexual abuse by the church's agents. Um, I'm not making any point other than everyone should watch it. Um, and that is that. All right. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, You're you going to try to stump me? I'm going to try and stump you. We'll do some trivia. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm going to start with something a little so easy. I should say stump. Leslie and I, because she's on my team. Oh, well, right. let me not let her see the answers, then. Okay. I was she was going to look. Yeah, I was, was leaning over there, Bob. She was, saying she was trying to cheat. I was doing but... this. The first question is about cards. I did, that's all it I is. saw. It is. Uh, in the card game Blackjack, what two numerical values does the ace have? One and ten. Close. One, one and eleven. One and eleven. It's one and eleven. Very good. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Uh, what sports team jersey does Cameron wear? in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Whoa. I can give you a hint. Yeah, I could. I'm... It's a hockey jersey. So it's a hockey team. They weren't, wasn't, weren't they in Chicago? Uh, Blackhawks? Devils? Um, Pistons? They, uh, so they, the film was in Chicago, but the team jersey was not from <gasps> Chicago. So it's from Detroit. Pistons? No. I mean, the Red Wings? Yes. Okay. <laughs> We had a question last week about the Pistons. That's okay. why it's, that's why he okay. stumped on that. Bueller, um, <laughs> Bueller. I knew. Hey, I remembered it was in Chicago. I know. I'm proud of you. <laughs> that's like half a point, right? <laughs> uh, science question. Ooh, I see. I knew he was going to do it. That's why I threw Bueller in there. <laughs> you can't stop doing it. No. Start. <laughs> that was Ben Stein, by the way. Yes, it yeah. was. The uh, the teacher. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? Um, okay, so a little music. Uh, what album spent a record 861 weeks? Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. Floyd. 861 weeks on Billboard's top 200 albums chart. Dark Side of the Moon. Good job, Bob. From like mm -hmm. 1973 through like 1995 uh, or something like that. Yeah, so it's the equivalent of 16 years. Not oh. not equivalent, but right. that's that's a long time. And I can totally see why that was mm -hmm. there. Uh, okay, what facial feature is the Mona Lisa missing? What? Um, eyebrows. Yes. That's actually a really common question. I didn't know until I went and saw the Mona Lisa. Mm -hmm. Did you notice right away? I noticed right away. In person, when I um, saw it. We were there um, <clears throat> at the Louvre, and as you, you know, the, the Mona Lisa is, is the only work of art that it's in a glass case and it, there's a velvet rope right providing like an eight foot buffer zone because mm -hmm. it was it was stolen back in the 70s 80s or 90s mm -hmm. so the number of people and i'm not going to say where they're from <laughs> um that would stand in front of the picture <clears throat> to have their picture taken mm -hmm. well if it's crowded, you know, you you really you go, you look at it, you drink it in, you walk away. But people are trying to take pictures of it. And there's mm -hmm. always someone standing in front of it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, there was about 150 people in front of me just to see that when I went. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so what is the name of the first Triple Crown winner? Oh. That's not it. <laughs> oh, 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 Thank you, oh. Jen. Not citation. Not citation. So it was in 1919, and it's Sir Barton. Oh. Sir Barton. Yes. Yeah, I, I, 
don't think I was going to get that. I've heard of it, but I look at things like that. But okay, that was a good one. All right, good. Um, what is the capital city of the United States? State of Kansas. Um, Topeka. Yes. I knew you would get that one. Um, food, because that's always my favorite subject. What vegetable gets its name from the Latin word for branch? Branch. Um, hmm. Oh, uh, broccoli. Yes. Isn't that cute? Wow, I saw those <laughs> wheels turning in your head. <laughs> I know. <That's> <laughs> Um, all right, just one more. So, a science question. What is the longest longest, and heaviest bone in the human body? The femur. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shocking. I had no idea. And it's really hard to break. Yeah. Well, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have a broken femur, it's probably... I was going to say, if you do break it, it's... Bad. There's other things. <laughs> There's other damage that you've incurred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... That is um, very good. Those were good questions. One more? Thank you. Do we have one more? I don't have one more. Okay. <laughs> nope, that's it. I can ask you one. <laughs> All right. The band ABBA. Yes. Why are they called ABBA? Uh, Leslie? No. They're no. Scandinavian. Right. Um, I mean, I know that they did. I'll tell you it's an acronym. I, there's no chance I'm going to get it. Their names are Agnesa, Bjorn, Benny, and Annie. Oh, see, I should have gotten that. We should have just guessed. It's a good thing I don't claim to be that smart with trivia. (laughs) I'm not as smart as Bob with it. We're going to do one of those a week because... um, Oh, great. All right. um, I'll make an effort every week. Yeah, we at least have one. Well, we have to because uh, someone sent me and I printed out because about 100 band names. Okay. And... um, Oh. Do another one. um, Ray Charles. What about Ray Charles? Why is he called Ray Charles? I should know the answer to this question. Name? No, it's his name not. is Ray Robinson, Raymond Charles Robinson. <clears throat> but Sugar Ray Robinson, the boxer, was already famous, and he didn't want to be confused with him. Oh. So he went with the middle name. Um, uh, yep. So Ch- Ray Charles. Nice. Um, one more. Well, um, <clears throat> um, no, we won't do that one. <laughs> All right. We must not look smart today, Jen. <laughs> Robert Zimmerman. What is? What was his? I don't even know. What who act that was is. he? He came from Minnesota. Hit the big time in Greenwich Village in '61, '62. Bob Dylan. Yep. <gasps> Good job. There you go. Nice, Leslie. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> And the Four Seasons. <clears throat> yes. You know them? Yes. Um, they were called the Varietones. Um, uh, they auditioned to appear at a local bowling alley. They were from Newark, New Jersey. They were turned down flat. Um, instead of just walking away, they adopted the name of the bowling alley. As oh, a wow. message to learn to uh, not get turned down anymore. And it was the Four Seasons Bowling Alley. Oh, <laughs> I actually gosh. did know that because I've uh, read some... Some biographies on, on the Four Seasons because I'm fascinated with that era of music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, have you ever seen Jersey Boys? Yes. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. <coughs> a lot of fun. Um, okay, we'll do a, a abbreviated um, version of, of the news because we have really great stuff coming up. Um, this is um, this is just amazing. This is I don't know why this tickles me, um, but it's also interesting news. Um, the, uh, the City Council of Baltimore's Budget and Appropriations Committee um, um, has not been happy with the Mayor's Budget Office, the Mayor's Budget Director, Andrew Klein. They've been fighting about um, the City Council would like to put more money towards children, um, which is a good idea in my view. But And um, the mayor's office wants to put more money um, um, uh, uh, towards other things. So basically, the budget committee ignored uh, the uh, the budget director ignored the city council 
um, all through the past few months, according to all involved. So uh, yesterday, um, immediately after Andrew Klein, the mayor's budget director, presented the proposed budget for the office mm -hmm. of the budget director um, to the council's budget and appropriations committee, um, the committee proceeded to strip the budget bill um, from the budget bill, two million for the Bureau of the Budget. Oh. So they completely defunded the budget budget office. Wow. Should be interesting, I'm sure it won't last. But, yeah. Um, interesting to watch that play out. Yes. And the, the other thing is, uh, it's interesting, um, Three Mile Island, which is about 40, mm -hmm. let's say 33 miles up river from us on Susquehanna, is, is, uh, is closing, um, or potentially closing because it's no longer economically viable, but Peach Bottom and um, Calvert Cliffs, Peach Bottom is probably about three miles mm -hmm. north of the right. Pensy line. Calvert Cliffs is down in Lusby, um, both own, all owned by Exelon. They say they will not be closing. Um, and uh, it's interesting that, uh, I, that almost all of Pennsylvania's non-carbon energy is uh, generated by nuclear plants, mm -hmm. but um, it's just not economically feasible without um, them getting the um, it's incentives uh, for clean energy that they provide for things like solar and wind power, et cetera. So that could be interesting to follow. Do you have any notes on um, like what the economic impact is going to be based on like job loss when that facility closes? Um, it, the, no, I don't have the the notes here. Um, actually, what I recommend is, and by the way, uh, Scott Dance and Dave Anderson but from <clears throat> The Sun and The Aegis did, did a great piece on it uh, today, and that is where I saw it. I should be uh, have given them credit um, to begin with. Uh, actually, there is a lot of information there about the kilowatt hours being generated, the jobs being lost, what it's going to do to energy costs mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania. Uh, this is not a Maryland thing, right. um, but um, it's going to be interesting to follow yeah. because nuclear power generation has always been controversial, and um, unfortunately, what happened at Three Mile Island, which was, and what happened later at Chernobyl in Kiev, near Kiev, which is now the Ukraine, um, uh, really was a blow to what ostensibly could have been um, a much larger non-carbon source of power for us over the past 40 years. Mm -hmm. So very interesting to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Leslie Greenlee-Smith about Hartford County Public Library's Summer Reading Challenge. The Hartford County Public Library's Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members ages 6th grade and above. Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Harford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MarketBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 3D creation software including MarketBot and PrinterBot, 123D Make and 123D Design, professional green screen with Studio Lightbox and both Apple and Windows computers all to help create your electronic video, audio publishing, and 3D design projects. For more information or to reserve the Innovation Lab for your special project, call 410-638-3990 or visit the Abington Library at 2510 South Tollgate Road. Welcome back. I'm co-host Jennifer Button from the Harford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby, and this is the Harford Edge. We're delighted to have Leslie Greenlee-Smith in the studio with us. Leslie is the Marketing and Communications Administrator for Harford County Public Library. Here to talk about the colossal, stupendous <laughs> Summer Reading Challenge. That's right. This thing amazes me. It really does. Uh, welcome, Leslie. Glad to be here. And just for the benefit of, of our <coughs> out there in listener land, um, uh, who are you? I am the Marketing and Communications Administrator for Hartford County Public Library. Um, I wasn't born and raised in Hartford County, but I've been here almost 13 years um, and love the community. Um, I'm actually from Pennsylvania, so Three Mile Island will will affect my uh, 
family in one way or another. But um, like I said, I've been here 13 years and have found a good home here. This is very similar to the area where I grew up. Very rural, very community-minded, um, just great people. Is it, is it um, where in PA? Northeast Pennsylvania, in a small town called Millville, population 600, one flashing light at the main corner. <laughs> is it near um, uh, High Point? No, it is near, do you know Bucknell University? Mm -hmm. It's about 30 minutes from Bucknell University. Okay. So near Binghamton? No, not really near. Okay. Binghamton is up in that area. <laughs> Bloomsburg University, Williamsport, Scranton, like up in the, it's in the coal region. I have no reason why I went there. <laughs> taking away that. You would time. have no reason why you would go there. But no, it no, was a I great went there with that topic. Not... <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Summer reading challenge. Yes. Well, by the way, how long have you been at the library? I have been at the library since February of this year. Great addition, and it, um, a great team so you have a lot of great things to market and you're doing a great job thank you at it so far um love the library team thank um, you summer reading challenge yes june 19th what's what starts what happens on june 19th and june what do people 19th do now is the kickoff for um 2017 summer reading challenge the theme this year is build a better world and it's really designed for kids of all ages so um you know Last year, we had way more than 16,000 children participate, and between all of them, they read, read 110,000 books. So 16,000 really kids. Amazing. You meant yes. 1,600, right? No, 16,000. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And this year, it's even more important because um, kids have a full three months off between end of school this year and beginning after Labor Day. So, you know, there's a terminology in the education world called the summer slump and this really combats that and studies have shown that um <clears throat> excuse me children who read throughout the summer go back to school school with more confidence um in a much better place and ready to start the year off so it really is it's a lot of fun for us it's a lot of fun for the librarians it's a lot of fun for the community and the children but at the end of the day it's a really important um really important endeavor to keep them reading and make it fun well and the amazing and i know um the library does work on this the mm -hmm. amazing thing the difference with not only during the summer but but kids who um uh, who don't have exposure to a broader vocabulary um starting through in early development mm -hmm. um and reading really are playing catch-up Every day they're, they're in school uh, for so many different reasons. Mm -hmm. So um, I was reading something about what these uh, the summer reading does. And the, the kids, they tried to quantify how many hours more the kids were able to spend learning because of the reading they had done. Their skill um, set, yep. Uh, yep. It's true, it's true. And because of that, we have really broken down the challenge into three categories. We have children from birth through pre-K. And they are asked to read or listen to 25 books. And when you say summer. listen to uh, on tape or from someone else yes, reading it to them? Yes, caregiver, grandparent, mother, aunt, uncle, sibling. Um, really, any, any exposure to books at that young age is so pivotal in the development. And you start out so much further ahead when you have that in your life. So it really is important. Um, such a positive impact. And then our next category is children entering kindergarten through fifth grade, and there we ask them to read 10 books. And then middle and high schoolers, we ask them to read three books. And for those older kids, and really for all age groups, um, it can be a traditional book, it can be an audio book, it can be an e-book. Everybody reads differently, and we respect that, and the library services all of those. So it really is um, a great, great organization, and and to have all of these things for them for whatever way they want to read. Do uh, the kids and their their uh, their folks pick the books, or you got, do you guys provide them? No, they, they pick their books. Okay. They pick their books. Now, when they're done and they turn in their logs, um, kids um, birth through middle school receive a free book. So, our um, you know, this whole summer reading challenge is really a community event. We have so many sponsors. Um, we have so many of our vendors donate books to uh, the library. So when the children birth through middle school 
complete the program, they get a free book. And the high schoolers get a $10, a $10 Wegmans gift card, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, and we're going to, uh, we want to spend some time later in the, in, in the interview talking about the sponsors, mm -hmm. but they deserve it. They really do. Um, we couldn't do it without them. Yeah, and, um, and we're going to go through all of it because mm -hmm. uh, it's, it, this really is a powerful thing for the community mm -hmm. that the library is doing and to facilitate this with local community members help facilitate it. It's just a, it's a beautiful mm -hmm. thing. Um, so first of all, um, how do we sign up? Uh, is, is it online? Do we call? Do we go to a library? You can sign up online right now, um, hcplonline.org. Um, there's a link on the home page. It's a scrolling link. You can sign up there. And then beginning June 19th, we're having a kickoff celebration in two of our branches. But all branches will be open for in-person sign-up at that point. Okay, so if so, now it could be done online, right, or in person. Starting June nineteenth, okay. it can be in person. Great, okay. and you can still do it online after June nineteenth. Okay, so um, we have some kickoff uh, events and activities starting on the nineteenth. Uh, we do. We, we do. Well, we're starting at our Bel Air Library branch at ten o'clock to noon, and. Um, we have some really fun story times planned. Uh, we have Lapsit or Wiggled Story Time, which are for the younger kids. And um, Aberdeen Ironbird's Ripcord is actually going to be there. So that'll be really fun. The kids love to see um, Ripcord out. And the Ironbirds are a huge sponsor of the Summer Reading Challenge, so we're happy to have them there. And um, actually, all of our sponsors have the opportunity to come. They'll be on hand. They will talk about the Summer Reading Challenge with the kids. They have giveaways. They'll have coupons. It's a really fun, fun community event, and we encourage everyone to come out who can come out. Um, and then in the afternoon from 2 to 5, we'll be having the same kind of celebration kickoff at our Edgewood Library. And they have special guests, the Maryland Zoo, and they'll be there presenting a special animal program. And again, sponsors will be on hand to hand out coupons and giveaways, and it just really is such a fun event. Both of them will be the whole day. You know, back in the library, in the main office, we are just really gearing up for this, and everybody's excited, and we have packets ready to go out. It's really something that we all look forward to as well. Well, you had me at lap, sit, or wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because I am a fidgeter. <laughs> <laughs> you could do good at wiggle time, then. <laughs> you have a toddler uh, mentality, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Squirrel. <laughs> I, I also have uh, attention issues. Um, oh, that's a nice shiny thing you're wearing, Jennifer. Attention issues. Attention that's hilarious. Issues. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, am I wearing anything shiny today? <laughs> I know. I'm like, she doesn't have sequins on. <laughs> so, um, did we mention? Uh, let's start with the Ironbirds. Okay. Uh, uh, Hats off to Matt Slays, the new Absolutely. GM, and his new team. He just brought in a great uh, director of ticketing, um, and um, so they're they're sending ripcord. Mm -hmm. um, also, they're doing a, a, t a ticket thing. Absolutely, for children who complete the summer reading challenge by August twenty fourth. Um, they will get a free ticket to an Ironbirds game, and the games are, they can either go on the 8th of August or the 24th of August. So they're opening up their stands to these amazing readers and their families who have completed just a great program over the summer. And I just, uh, we just got our opening night HCPL uh, season ticket plan. We just uh purchased it oh thank from you the iron birds thank you that's fantastic and um they really have um just really he there's been so many things that they're, uh, that they're doing over there it's really absolutely great. he's a terrific partner to the library he really understands <clears throat> the importance of a strong library system and he i mean we reach out to them and they are there for us no matter what the ask is so we really appreciate their partnership um and i do want to mention that each child who registers for the summer reading program off the bat gets a <clears throat> excuse me a commemorative tote filled with all kinds of coupons and little brochures and bookmarks and 
these are things that are donated from all of our community partners are in the bag. So that's a really, the bags are adorable this year. Is that what you have here? Yes. That yes, is super I brought cute. Them. Can I have that? <laughs> you sure can. I'll give you the toddler one. How's that? Yeah. This one. Amen. Oh, excellent. <laughs> those are our t-shirts. Wow. I brought those. Oh my God. We'll have t-shirts for sale. That's my wallet. Leave that there. <laughs> oh, I say there's a nice wallet in here. Oh, and it's filled with money. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But... Kids, sign up. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about the summer reading challenge at uh, Harford County Public Library. It's It just gets better and better every year. Uh, there's going to be other events taking place um, over the summer. Uh, and I see here visits from uh, We Can Serve, which is um, little uh, Grace Caldwell's um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. endeavor. She's, what a slacker she is. Oh, uh, <laughs> seriously. She's no, phenomenal. No strength, no bravery, no, no you know. Nope. Uh, no sense of community. What a, what a great, uh, what a what a, a great thing she does every yeah, day. Yeah, and we are up. thrilled that she carved out some time for us this summer. Um, the message that she puts out there to children that you can do anything that you set your mind to is just incredible. So we are thrilled to have her. And the Franklin Institute Traveling Science Show, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Magician Mike Rose, Future Makers, the Horford County Sheriff's Canine Unit, mm -hmm, we have and... The Lewis Gray Percussion Duo. I mean, we just have amazing things planned. And all of these are available online if you go to Hartford County Public Library online or hcplonline.org. Um, you'll, you know, log on to our events calendar. Our um, Headlines and Happenings publication is available in the library now. We have a special section just for the Summer Reading Challenge. So be sure and pick it up and plan your summer. We've already had people call us wanting advanced copies so they could start to plan their summer. These are really special, amazing events, community events for all ages. Um, really, and didgeridoo down under, which mm -hmm. sounds great. Harford yeah. County Sheriff's Canine Demonstration. They're coming out to a couple of ranches. I mean, that's going to be phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So, and um, the Build a Better World is mm -hmm. a theme this year. Mm -hmm. um, that's anything that that puts this on kids radar mm -hmm. um, and having them be part of owning mm -hmm. not just being spectators but being part of maybe a little more communication a little more dialogue in our community uh, in our world and um, that is a I want to read the quote from uh, Mary Hassler on mm -hmm. that um, uh, children who read throughout the summer months maintain their reading level when school begins again in the fall. In addition, this year's theme of Build a Better World will ignite children's imaginations to make our world, our community, an even better one. There is no limit on their imaginations and possibilities. Mm -hmm. um, amen. Amen, for sure. Now, we, who do we have to thank? Oh, now, let's my gosh. Do this. Uh, I want to make sure we get them all out there. I see a list here. Do you want to... Um, do you want me to read through, through it sure. or you can read it? Uh, it matters not to me. Um, you know, uh, Bel Air Friends of the Hartford County Public Library, um, you know, obviously they are the volunteers that work so hard behind the scenes to do so many amazing events um, and work hand-in-hand -hand with the librarians. And that's actually where Mary started out at the library. She started out as a volunteer and just grew to love it. So it's a really special group of people. We have the Darlington Friends of Harford County Public Library, who are also a sponsor, Huther McClellan Foundation, uh, Rosedale Federal, uh, APG FCU, Harford Day School, M&T Bank, of course, the Ironbirds, which we've been talking about this morning, Growing Smiles, um, Harco Credit Union, Maryland 529, uh, Jarrettsville Federal, uh, Berardino Family Trust, Aberdeen Rotary Club, Harford Community College is a great partner, Advanced Eye Care, uh, Wegmans, you know, the list just goes on and on. And I know these are names that we see over and over again, supporting so many activities for so many organizations in Harford County. Um, yeah, you, you just, do see a lot of, uh, mm -hmm. you know. I can't thank them enough. We are so grateful for their partnership. Oh, and, and I they, see uh, Rosedale Federal on mm -hmm, there as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Uh, well, the, the thing is, we, we can't take that for granted. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know that 
you all are, um, know that because you see these names a lot, um, and they just they just do it, and um, it's important that we recognize that they're not doing it for the recognition; mm -mm. they're doing it to give back. So. Um, it's important to take note of really who's getting behind. Absolutely. It. And I encourage you to, to go to these businesses and support them because they are supporting our community. And it's just really important um, to keep that going. Amen. HCPLonline.org. Yes, sir. And you can find all the stuff you need to know about it. And um, just that is great. That is really great. Um, it's exciting. It is exciting. I cannot wait to get. I, I want to. I just can't wait for us to get started, Absolutely. and to get every all the materials out there to the kids. Um, I don't have an exact number of people who have signed up already online, but I know it was moving and shaking. So that's very exciting. Well, when you think sixteen thousand, yeah, people uh, are going to the site or going into the branch. And proactively doing this and what it means mm -hmm. to all of us for them mm -hmm. to be doing it. Mm -hmm. um, it really is a huge difference making thing because the, just having the kids engaged um, a lot of times, especially when they're, it's in the summer, they're not, maybe not as supervised because mm -hmm. um, they're not in school. They're, they're connected uh, through an umbilical cord to their electronic devices. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um etc so this is this is really excellent yeah thanks well, for letting you, us chat about it today. oh yeah thanks for coming you're mm -hmm. gonna stick around and sure uh, help us uh you're a masochist you can <laughs> be part of it i love coming here on fridays <laughs> uh we're gonna take a break when we come back we'll talk to mary hassler then libby paris and then we'll go over the edge where we look at some news from outside harford county and do some thingamabobs the Harford County Public Library's Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members ages 6th grade and above. Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Harford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MarketBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 3D creation software including MarketBot and PrinterBot, 123D Make and 123D Design, professional green screen with Studio Lightbox and both Apple and Windows computers, all to help create your electronic video, audio publishing and 3D design projects. For more information or to reserve the Innovation Lab for your special project, call 410-638-3990 or visit the Abington Library at 2510 South Tollgate Road. You're listening to 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge. I'm co-host Jennifer Button from the Harford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. We have Mary Hassler, CEO of Harford County Public Library, on the line with us to talk about some important things that Harford County Public Library has been up to. Welcome, Mary. Good morning, everyone. How's everybody doing? I am always very relieved when I hear the, <laughs> hear the voice of our radio callers, because I have to... Flick like eight buttons to do it. And... <laughs> well, I, I always assume it's because you love just hearing my Baltimore accent. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh -huh. Well, um, we um, we're glad uh, you have you have come on because uh, we just spent a lot of time talking about the summer reading challenge, which just blows my blows me away with, uh, what the team does with that and the supporters and sponsors do. Well, you know, it, it, it's one of those events and activities that we've been doing, I think, since the dawn of time that makes such a critical difference to uh, the youth in our county and to their families. And uh, every year we get very excited about whatever the theme is, and I think this year's theme, uh, Build a Better World, is wonderful because I think it really embraces many of the thoughts that we all have, uh, what's going on in the larger picture of the things, of the scheme of things, but also how can us individually and as a group and as a community do things that really create an environment that we all want to live and play and work in. So we're really super excited about it. And, of course, our amazing sponsors, they just come through every single year, and they realize the value of the Summer Reading Challenge. They realize the value of our children reading during the summer. They realize the value of, for our littlest ones, 
parents and caregivers reading to them because, uh, you know, you all know my grandson was born, what, two weeks ago? So the first thing I did his first day home was his little board book and read it. It was Harry the Dirty Dog, which is a classic. And I sat there, and yes, I know he was only maybe, what, three days old, four days old, but it's just the whole experience. It's the whole nurturing experience with somebody that young. And then they also, they start picking up and modeling what their parents are doing or what the older siblings are doing when they're reading with them. So you can tell I'm a little bit enthusiastic about it. What do you think? Indeed. Indeed, (laughs) as you should be. Well, no, and and as the kids grow up, because of us um, adults, um, us immature adults, they're going to be have they're going to have a lot of pressure to go uh, to sort of uh, retreat into their own tribes, into their own identities, into their own uh, sides that have been chosen up, and and not and and not humanize others. And the, what this does is it keeps them engaged in the community, like you said, building a better world. And that's our only hope. If, uh, you know, like that one Maryland, one book program that you, you folks get involved in the Maryland Council for Humanities. Uh, exactly. That's the engagement um, of, of these kids uh, before we get our hands on them. It's so, it's so important. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, it's, it's really nice, even if you don't, if, even if you're with your schedules, don't allow you to sit down every single night for dinner. Because remember that in, in old school times, we would have dinner every night. It was mandatory. You dropped whatever you were doing and you were at that dinner table. And mom and dad would talk about what was going on in your lives, how was school. And of course, nobody ever wanted to talk about school. And then it was really nice if you could talk about a book you were reading, whether it was the latest Nancy Drew mystery or Trixie Belden or whatever you were reading. Or Hardy Boys. Or Hardy Boys, yeah. And then talk about it, and then that might even lead to more conversation. And that's where we're trying to develop those skills so that our children, when they get to school, when they get older, go to work, they can hold a conversation, they can talk about something they've read or they've researched, and it goes hand-in-hand hand with the digital literacy that we develop, with the technology, with our iPads and our mini iPads and our computers. It really does go hand-in-hand hand to have a well-rounded child. Oh, and um, and as, as you folks also mentioned, uh, the confidence it builds in these kids, because they often have a lot of um, other forces that are, is, is always tugging at their confidence. And just for them to have a little more assurance in their vocabulary, their grasp of the language, uh, et cetera, can make the, the biggest difference in the world for these kids. Well, you know, it really does. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but I was a bit of an introvert as a child. And reading during the summer, reading year-round, was an opportunity for me to travel to country, at different countries, to meet new friends, to do things that maybe wasn't happening in my day-to-day life but help me to explore the world, and I think that's really critical for our children. Amen. I wasn't an introvert, though, Mary. <laughs> how did I not? How did I know that? <laughs> uh, so, but, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, but it's, it's but it's all about just providing that what I refer to as our nurturing safety net for everyone in the community and. You know, it's a wonderful place to come to the library. And we have air conditioning, too, for those who do not have air conditioning at home. But it's a really nice place to come, to explore, to read. You can sit in the library and read if you don't want to take the books home. You can check out um, our e-books, our RE products, of course. And that counts. You know, a lot of people always ask, well, does it count if my child reads uh, an e-book or listens to an e-audio book? And absolutely it does. They're learning the same story. They're learning about the characters, whatever's going on in, in that book. So that does count. And Amen. then you can explore and do 3D printing or whatever you want to do. So uh, we're super excited about it. And, and I really love the theme because I, right now we need to focus on building a better world. Amen. Amen. The, the, um, it seems like none of the dialogue is being carried on by those in the middle. The 80%. I'd like to hope that the, the people in the middle are 80% or 70% or whatever. And it seems like both extremes have the microphone all the time so not good well and i think that's because sometimes the squeaky wheel what's that old saying the squeaky wheel gets the grease well i think in our in our society sometimes it's the more outrageous or more controversial uh folks who do get the headlines and are covered because that that's a story it makes news the good the downside or i guess the good side to the downside is i think 
over the last couple of months, we've all been thinking about things a lot more than we ever did. We, we I think we're, we've stopped taking things for granted or assuming that everything will stay the same and we'll keep moving forward or whichever direction you want it to go. And I think what we've, what we've realized, or at least I have, is that I can't just sit back and be passive about what's going on in the greater world around me. It, we can't do that anymore. Amen. You know, we have to take care of ourselves, take care of our families. We have to be knowledgeable. We have to have good information, avoid the fake news. And that's really tough right now to figure out what is the real information that's being um, out there. So that's what we're all about at the library, yep. helping you do that. Helping everyone to be able to better prepare to call asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. And four more asterisks. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I just had a visual went my office wall. I like it. <laughs> uh, Maryland Women's uh, Commission of, uh, for yes. Women. Yes, Listening indeed. Listening Well, I, I think you know that I'm the chair of the Hartford County Commission for Women, which is an honor. And it's been an exciting few months as I've gotten very involved with the group. It's an amazing group of women who uh, represent all sorts of folks in the county who uh, they are they have prioritized in their lives issues that affect all of us uh, many times to our family and our youth which is a nice partnership with the library but it's also for the greater good so we meet on a monthly basis uh, at the department of community services under Hartford county government and discuss issues and how we can address those issues in a proactive way so we hold community conversations we hold video and film discussions on different topics such as bullying, um, uh, uh, protection of our, our young women in the community, and it's been a, a really amazing experience, experience. What's really nice this year is the governor's office has approached us, the Maryland Commission for Women approached us and said they would like to put Harford County on their Voices of Maryland Women listening tour. So we said, absolutely, how can we partner and make this happen? So we're holding it at the Abingdon Library on July 11th, 6 to 8 p.m. Registration is encouraged, but it's not mandatory. Anybody can walk in, and it's a really a great opportunity for Maryland women in this area to speak to Maryland representatives who are here representing the governor's office about the issues and the challenges that are facing us as women, and those of us who live and work and play in Harford County. And what they're going to be doing is they're going to be gathering the information that we share with them, the concerns, and they're doing this across the state of Maryland over the next couple of months. And the result will be a report that they're preparing for Governor Hogan that will be outlining our priorities as from the women perspective for the future for the state of Maryland. So when they called me, I actually got chills, good chills, by the way, because I thought this is a wonderful opportunity because I know the governor, he's an amazing governor, he's doing terrific things, and he really does want to know the challenges and the issues. And, and as I refer to, and I've said this on the show before, things that keep us up at night. I always want to know what keeps people up at night and how what we can do, and in our case, the library, but in his case, what can the state of Maryland do to help with some of these issues and challenges. Yeah, so we're really excited about it. It's, it's a great thing. It's a great premise. I, my, uh, you know my favorite book and my favorite character, Atticus Finch, um, <laughs> from To Kill a Mockingbird, said to Scout, um, you know, you, you never really know until you walk around in someone's skin for a little while. Um, so that is so important um, to it connect really us. It really is. As opposed to Helping us not otherize others, which is I like to say. So that is Abingdon Library, July 11th, 6 p.m. Um, I would recommend to people that you do register because this might be something that really um, generates a lot of uh, interest and attendance. And I'm sure there's going to be some point at which uh, the fire department won't let any more people in the room. <laughs> so I would say let's um, uh, go to hcplonline.org. And, uh, and register for that. Yes. And if you can't attend in person, we, and we totally understand that because everyone's so busy, but there will be an online questionnaire survey that the State of Maryland uh, Women's Commission has put together. It's available, I believe, in three different languages, uh, including Chinese and Spanish. 
and it will be up on the library website. So you can print that out, complete the questionnaire, and mail it into them. So it's a great opportunity if, if you can't come in person and share your information that you can provide feedback. Excellent. And now uh, you're going to tell us what the uh, theme of the gala is, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Next week we'll share that with you. Um, but I, I believe that um, Leslie and Jennifer shared with you that we are having our kickoff happy hour on the 6th at Libertours at 5 p.m., in, and that's in Bel Air, the one up here in Bel Air. And we'll be talking about what the theme is. And it's also, we want to really thank our sponsors. Uh, we have a record-breaking number of sponsors that have always, already recommitted this year. And, I mean, some of them are just real movers and shakers and do so much to the community. And that would be like Saxon's Diamonds. They're back on board with a gorgeous, gorgeous diamond, uh, Hearts of Fire diamond necklace for us. And then we have the Kelly Group. And then we have Waste Industries, Frank Hayjack and Associates, and M&T Bank. They are our top headlining sponsors. Wow. But the list goes on. So we're super excited about the gala, which is always, I think, the best party in Hartford County. And I'm not just saying it because it's a library party. No, it is, it is. It is. And I'm not just saying it's because the library sponsors this show. No. <laughs> <laughs> Even people who haven't been able to get tickets, to score the tickets, because that's always a, uh, the, the uh, everybody's waiting at whatever time we launch the tickets online sales. Even the ones who have heard about it and have said, I've heard about this party and we want to come. So we're very excited about it. And Tuesday the 6th will be just a fun party. Happy hour at Libertours. Uh, Libertours is a great place to uh, um, to visit, and um, they give so much back to the community, too. So I think it's going to be exciting, and we're going to announce it by putting together four very jumbo-sized puzzle pieces with four dancers. And I think you know three of those dancers. I do. I believe you might. Are you one of them? I may be, and maybe Leslie, and maybe Jennifer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so... Um... Now I'm, I was going to go anyway, but now I'm really going to go. <laughs> June, uh, that is Tuesday. Tuesday June is 6th, Tuesday, It's coming 6th. Tuesday, 5 p.m. to 7 at Liberatories. Um, that's up in, um, I never Bel-Air. know the names of those four corner things. Harper I always Mall, say we're the Chili's, the Chili's Shopping Center. There's a Chili's the, 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 yeah, Shopping Center. Yeah, the Chili's. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. Or uh, MR Ducks or CR Wings, whatever. <laughs> Whatever bad pun wing place that is. <laughs> yeah, really. MR Ducky our wings. <laughs> so, and we're going to find out the theme of the of the um the gala, which is um, just yes. the big event of the season. Sorry, all you other galas, you're all tied for second. Oh, thanks, Bob. And it's a great event, and it's free. It's open to everyone. So, um, and I know, I believe that. Um, Ilio is putting together a specialty drink for us that night, perhaps. Ooh. So, always fun. Okay. Now I'm really, really going to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, puzzle pieces. If we wanted to, is the puzzle has something to do with the theme? It does. Okay. Okay, I'll stop trying to guess. Okay. Stop trying. We won't tell you. Okay. But he does try every I week do, to get I it out try. of me, Mary. I do try. <laughs> I know he does. <laughs> I know he does that, Bob. What okay. are you going to do about him? All righty. Well, thank you, uh, uh, sure. uh, Mary. And um, are you ever going to be my co-host again? Yes, I will be. Yes, I will be. When I stopped going up to Brooklyn, or, or uh, my mom had a little incident last night in Baltimore. So uh, it's been a very long night, and I need to go home and go to sleep oh, at God some point. Oh, God bless point. her. God bless her. <laughs> and give us the name of uh, the, the bundle of joy that arrived about 10 days ago. Sounds uh, very presidential. It is very presidential. I agree. It's William Harrison Wright. William and Harrison Wright. Mm-hmm. And he's so, eight pounds six ounces and twenty and a half inches long. And he's he's so cute. And I'm not just saying it because I'm grandma, but he's really cute. And he's a good baby. So when he finally meets uh, the person of his dreams, they will go home and tell their parents that they just met Mr. Wright. That's right. <laughs> and Sammy, she married Mr. Wright. So That's it's right. a full circle. Congrats mm-hmm. to the whole clan. Beautiful. By the way, the kid is beautiful. All right. Little, well, listen, everyone have a great rest of the day. And I will see everyone back in the office. Okay. Great. Thanks, Mary. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Um, that was great. I'm.
really excited about this reading challenge. It's uh, in the gala thing. Good stuff, team. And we have about five minutes left, and uh, we have uh, Libby Paris in the studio with with us. And Libby is the owner, station manager, um, with her, her her daughter Rebecca. Basically, does everything around here with the rest of her team. And uh, hats off to, to uh, Libby Paris and WAMD for being a home for this show and really just doing great, great things um, on the radio and on the web. Welcome, Libby. Thank you, Bob. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, we uh, got some exciting news coming up. You want to give us a quick minute on WAMD? Oh, yeah, we got exciting news. WAMD is going to be the voice for the Aberdeen Ironbirds this year. So, we, hey, we're very excited about that. We're going to air all of the games, both home games and away games. So... If, you, if they're playing out of town, you don't have to worry about it. Tune into 970WAMD or tune on to our website, which is 970WAMD.com. You'll hear all the exciting games. Um, I, I love it. I love it. And again, Matt Slade is GM of the Iron Birds and the team up at uh, Lido's Field. Great things going on, and now you guys are going to be part of it. And um, it's, really, um, that's, it's really fun. Also, you're going to be participating... In some of their other events, uh, helping to publicize it and do remotes, et cetera. Matt's an excellent person. He is. He's got so much planned this year at the at the field. We're going to start tonight with free community movie nights, and these are sponsored by Giant Food. But the gates open at six o'clock. Movie starts at seven, seven o five. It's a Disney movie, so it's very family oriented. Bring your snack, bring your drink, bring your children's, bring bring a blanket, sit on the grass, and watch the Disney movie. And their big screen, I think it's 1,500 square feet high-definition screen. So it's, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. And it's family fun. So it'll Amen. be an exciting time. And WAMD will be there tonight when we kick off the first community movie night. Um, I'm going to try to talk Matt to let me do some color commentary for a few of the games. Perfect. With the play-by-play <laughs> person. Perfect. Because <laughs> I'll always have some opinion on what's going on in the field. Um, but just don't bring your chairs or your hard-sided coolers or your alcohol tonight. Uh, no, well, it's a family event, so right. no alcohol, no glass containers, no strollers. Um, you're right, no chairs, no hard-sided um, containers, but obviously your snacks, and they will have concessions there. So if you, if you don't bring anything to eat, and of course you're watching the movie and you're hungry, they'll have concessions there for you to buy. Okay. And WAMD is part of the... Um, KHC TV network. Correct. With uh, stations in Salisbury? <laughs> no, in Easton. Easton. And in um, Annapolis. Annapolis yep. and here in Aberdeen. And of course, Aberdeen. And um, really, pay, you're paying great honor to uh, your husband, Bill Paris, who uh, went to his final reward last year. And um, really honoring uh, this larger than life guy who did so much in the community and Certainly, um, as far as in uh, civil defense um, and in the radio industry, in the radio um, world. So, uh, loving what you guys are doing here. And Bill is, um, I'm sure, has a big smile on his face. Oh, he's somewhere in this building. We know that for sure. (laughs) And you've added five more things that he can say. That reminds me of an interesting story. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Uh, Okay, God bless him. Okay, that's uh, great. Thanks, Libby. And, um, Thank you. Libby is behind the scenes making all this work um, every week, no matter where she is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all the time we have for the Hartford Edge. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.